Well, next we have Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, Fiddler is nominated for eight Academy Awards, and it wins um, three of them. It is nominated for Best Picture, Director, Lead Actor, Supporting Actor, Art Direction, Cinematography, which it won for, uh, Sound, which it also won for, and Music Score Adaptation, which was, I believe, its final um, win. Going into this, it wins um, the Golden Globe for Comedy Musical, and it is nominated with the WGA. So um, I know you're a big fan of Fiddler, so um, how about you just go ahead and get into it? If I were a rich man, I love Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, let me explain how my obsession of Fiddler on the Roof started. Um, the very first musical I was ever cast in at the age of 11 was Fiddler on the Roof. And I don't, I didn't just play like a son. Like I got cast as Lazar Wolf. So here I am with all these big people and I'm an 11 year old little fuck who is, yes, that talented enough to get cast as Lazar Wolf. It's quite hilarious. And I wish I could find pictures because it's really funny watching this little short kid being around all these people. And like, I'm going to marry your wife or your daughter. Um, so love Fiddler on the Roof. It is my favorite musical of all time. Um, the story is just so beautiful. The music is just great. There's, this is, I don't, there's not one musical where I like every single song, this one included. I think the biggest downside of the songs in this film is Miracles of Miracles, um, which Leonard Fry sings. Um, but the story is just feel good. And I gotta say, for a three-hour movie, it is the fastest three-hour movie I've ever seen to this day. Because that three hours feels like 90 minutes to me. Maybe it's because I love it so much. I'm really interested to hear how you felt about that um, specifically. But, yeah, this is amazing. Um, I have a, like I said, I have a very soft spot for this for this whole story. Um, I think this is such a great film. This You have to remember the time that this came out. That, that This wasn't... This wasn't known if it was going to be a success because we were coming out of the, the 60s, which was musical mania. And by the late 60s, with films like Star and Camelot, like these musicals didn't make any money. Um, I think Funny Girl might have been the last one to kind of make money. And I don't even know if it was really that successful. I could be wrong. But Fiddler was a risk at this time. And it paid off. But it is the last musical for quite some time, like a true musical. I'm not talking about like something like All That Jazz. I'm talking like true musical for a very long time with the Academy. I'm pretty sure even it might have been Chicago. What is the next big one after this? So there is almost 32 or 31 years, I think, in between. Um, and I'm just doing that offhand again. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it is. Oh, I guess no. Cabaret was the very next year. So mm. I don't know if I would consider Cabaret like a musical musical like this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Fifth on the Roof was a very big risk and it paid off and it became iconic. Here you had this movie that starred a nobody actor who instantly became simultaneously famous and known for Tevia. Tapu played it so brilliantly and went on for like 2,500 performances of this um, character he played from stage to screen, back to stage. I mean, it was just amazing what he's done. Um, I wish he would actually get more work. I know, I'm pretty sure he's retired in Israel now, but um, come back. 
Uh, anyway, the film, though, is beautiful. It is beautifully arced, really well acted from everybody around, um, well, except for one. Uh, and uh, it's just, there's this is one of those movies that if I'm sad, I can feel happy with. If I'm happy, I can feel great with. I mean, it's my love for the story and this musical drives so deep that I'm pretty sure we could do a whole like three hour episode about it. And I would love to do it. I'd love to break it down. Um, I mean, from Topple to Norma Crane to Molly Pecan to, I mean, Norman Jewison, hello, directed it. Great work here. Um, funny story. I don't know if you know this. Norman Jewison was hired because of his last name because they thought he was a Jew. And when they found out that he wasn't a Jew, they were like, what? So if you didn't know that, now you do. Um, but yeah, this is fantastic. I love this so much. I don't think there's really a downside except for the song Miracles of Miracles, but that's even in the stage version to the film. It just doesn't work for me. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm so curious and I really want to get to you because this is your first time seeing it. So I, um, I like this movie more than I expected to. Um, this uh, film was never really on my radar. Um, I think, like I've said in a few other episodes, I was never really um, a musical person um growing up even when i did theater it was uh more so um plays uh like non-musical uh plays um did a few musicals as like a crew person but they were never really um my tempo in the way that um you know a real gritty kitchen sink play can be um so fiddler was just just never really something that um i was itching to see and um, I finally watched it here um, not too long ago, and um, I enjoyed it more than I um, thought I would. Um, you know, it is three hours, but it does have a very nice pace to it. So um, I think it um, it went by faster than I expected it to. And um, like you were saying with uh, this time period for the big musicals, um, Fiddler doesn't really have that um, old studio glitz to it. Um, the way they were just sort of manufacturing these very um, artificial musicals with the uh, in-your-face color schemes and all that. There is a very uh, down-to-earth 1970s cinema feel to the way uh, Norman Jewison um, shot and staged this. Um you know, there's the people breaking out in song like they do in musicals, but it doesn't quite have the the jazz hands feel that a lot of uh, your standard musicals might from the older Hollywood days. Um, for the most part, I agree the performances are quite good. Um, of course, you know we'll get into the two nominated men eventually. Um, I don't. I'm curious if we have the same person we don't really care for in the movie. I was not a fan of Paul Michael Glazer um, in particular. For some reason, he just felt like he didn't belong. And I wrote down in my notes uh, that he's a dollar store Mandy Patinkin. Um, I'm not sure how you feel about him specifically. Um, you know, to lift your your dollar store Jessica Lange phrase, uh, that's kind of how I felt about him. What? That hasn't been said in so long. I mean, it just made me so happy that you just said that term. And no, yeah. it's actually. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, for some reason, I don't know why, he just he just seemed to go against the grain a little bit in terms of the way this movie gels. Uh, 
I'm not sure. Maybe that's just me. But um, otherwise, I think this is a fantastic film. Um, I love the uh, graveyard dream sequence thing with with all the the ghosts uh, and the undead people. I would love to see that actually like literally staged um, on stage. I'm fascinated by how that um, works. But uh, yeah, that's that's probably the my favorite scene considering you know I'm a spooky bitch. But um yeah, I liked it much more than I expected to. So I want to answer your question how that's done, how we did it on stage for the Fruma Sarah um Tevia's dream is that the actress who played Fruma Sarah for us um was standing kind of on a um on on like a what what were those things called uh you just mm, what was that horror movie that sequel with the with the rope that you reviewed a couple weeks ago um oh the gallows the gallows so it's so the thing is the gallows the rope or the gallows the thing that it's like set up on i think it's the entire structure okay so imagine a gallow but without the rope so she like stood on that and had this like giant Remember those parachutes that you would do in, like, gym class? Yeah. So she would go into the circle of, like, this parachute thing that was dressed out to be the dress. And the ghost would spin around her as she was, quote-unquote, up in the air. So that's how we did our Fruma Sarah when we did that show, um, which was really cool. Because it made, like, you couldn't see that she was standing on a gallow. You just saw this woman hoisted in the air with the ghosts running around her with the, the, with the cloth running over. So that was really cool. So that's how we did ours. Um, so hopefully that answers that question on how you could do it. Uh, regarding my question to you, Paul Mann, because him and I, you know, shared a character of Lazar Wolf was, we're not going to be able to talk about him, but I do want to put this question for you because he was going to be the shoe and supporting actor nomination. He got the golden globe. Then Leonard Fry, let's not touch him yet until we get to that episode. So specifically, man, Leonard Fry came out of nowhere with a nomination. So was Paul Mann robbed playing Lazar Wolf of a supporting actor Oscar, yes or no? Um, I think he would have been a very fine nominee. Um, I remember going into this, so I knew that it had a supporting actor um, nominee, but I didn't know who it was um, going into watching it. And just sort of watching it, knowing that little nugget, um, I figured that that guy was likely the nominee. So, um, so yeah, I think it would have been a worthy one. Mm-hmm. And when we get to him, Leonard Fry would have been the first openly gay actor to win, I think, had he won. Because he was openly gay at that time. Oh, neat. Yeah. 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 He was uh, he was a New York actor. He did the boys in the band and I think he got a Tony nomination and he died of AIDS, I think, in the early 90s, maybe late 80s. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, he uh, succumbed to the epidemic, which, you know, no bueno. But he lives on forever in Fiddler on the Roof. You have been listening to a clip from one of our Academy Queens bonus episodes. If you would like to hear all of this episode and the rest of our sensational bonus content, please prance on over to patreon.com slash academyqueens and join our queendom.